to Life Lessons. We're Jen and Sherry. I'm Jen Stevens, a retired teacher of 28 years and the author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat. And I'm Sherry Bullock. I've worked in healthcare for over 26 years, and I've been an active volunteer for many organizations. We're both wives and moms, and let's face it, we're the glue that holds it all together in our homes. In our careers, we have always been problem solvers who help others. And that's what we'll be doing here, answering questions you didn't know you had, one smart solution at a time. We're always looking for ways to make our lives easier, help us be more productive, or improve our health and wellness. So let's live our best lives one day at a time, and let's have some fun along the way. Hi, everybody. We're so glad you're here today. Welcome to Episode 7 of the Life Lessons Podcast. How are you doing today, Sherry? I'm doing great. I'm running on pure adrenaline today. It's exciting because we're actually recording this on, what is it, December 2nd, which is the day that episode one came out, the sleep episode. Yep. So it's exciting. It's a very big day for us. It's so funny to think that we're recording episode seven, but episode one just released. It is funny. Then you'll forget, you know, when you have a a lot of episodes, you're like, did I say that? Or did I say that on this podcast? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or did I just tell you that in the car? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so episode seven, we're closing in on the second month. That's very exciting. Yep. It's going good. Anything new going on with you other than the new podcast? Not really. No. Last week was Thanksgiving. I got to experience some um, Southern cooking. Awesome. It's the best. I finally got to try cornbread dressing. Yeah. I I saw you pause there. You almost said stuffing. (laughs) I had to say, I was like, wait, what's it called? (laughs) (laughs) It's dressing because it's not stuffed anywhere. Yeah. That's funny. It was delicious. Though I'm really intrigued. I want your grandma's recipe with the grits in it. Yeah, I'll have to send you that. You just make, you have to do it all ahead of time. You make the grits, you make the cornbread, you make the biscuits, you let them sit. <laughs> then you mix them together, then you let them sit some more. It's so good. I'm going to have to try it. Anyway, so it was delicious. I got to try a few things I hadn't tried before, and it was nice. I've lived That's in good. Alabama since 2014, and I've never had a holiday meal. Oh, my gosh. Because you've been working. Is that why? Working or we just, Eric doesn't really have a lot of family. So okay. his uh, dad normally does stuff with his wife's family on the holidays. Well, I'm glad that you got to got to experience it. I, you know, I'm partial, but I think Southern food is some of the best food that there is. And you see it in the culinary world. You know, I like to watch like Top Chef and things like that. And they'll have, you know... Th- there are a lot of amazing chefs right now coming out of the South, yeah. the Southern communities. And, I do and have a funny story. Oh, good. I want to hear okay, it. So um, my husband, when he came out of anesthesia, I can't remember if I said anything about this last week. He started asking for caramel cake. How do you say caramel? Well, it depends. I would probably say caramel cake, but caramel if it's the candy. Like I say it differently depending on if it's I having a caramel versus caramel cake. Okay. Thank yeah. you. I do too. But I called it caramel cake and other people were calling it caramel cake. So anyways, he comes out of anesthesia asking for caramel cake and I didn't know what caramel cake was. I'd never heard of it before. And I was like, what is that? And he 
acts like I'm stupid. He's like, it's caramel cake with caramel frosting. <laughs> right. But I'm like, okay. So I looked up a recipe and I'm not a baker, but I thought it's a holiday. I can, I can go out on a limb. So I downloaded a recipe for this caramel cake from Southern Living Magazine. Everything Southern Living is right? good. Literally, there could be like a recipe for Southern Living cat food pate <laughs> and you would love it. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's true. So, so I was like, oh, I can't go wrong because it's, I mean, when I started looking at the history, it's a Southern, it's a traditionally right. Southern cake. So that explained right there. I was like, oh, that's why I've never heard of this. So I found this recipe, Southern Living, great. I downloaded it, saved it to my, my. Um, I take my tablet into the kitchen. That's my like cookbook. And um, I opened it up the day before Thanksgiving to bake this cake. And there's no measurements. It literally what? just says like, one carton of sour cream, milk, eggs, flour, bacon. And I'm like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> this is not right. What? <laughs> so I refreshed the page and it still didn't work. And I took it to my husband. I said, what's wrong with this recipe? And he's like, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with it. I'm like, how much? How much of what? And he's like, oh, well, that's Southern cooking. You're just supposed to know that. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to say for our listeners, Southern Living usually tells you the amounts. Well, so I was like, well, I can't use this recipe. And then as I left the page, it wanted me to review the recipe. And so I gave it a one star and I said, I can't tell you how it tastes because I couldn't cook it because there's no measurements. And the next day, miraculously, there were measurements. So I don't know. Okay, but some kind of error. I don't know. Weird. There was an error. I don't well, how was the cake? I saw a picture it. of it. It was a bunt cake, right? I mean, With yeah, like I something. ended up making a different one. Was it supposed? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I started, I didn't really think it through. I don't have cake pans. Okay. And so suddenly I was like, well, I don't know. All I have is a bunt cake pan. I love making things in, like a pound cake and a bunt cake. That's my kind of cake. I am not the person who's going to do a layer cake. My sister does layer cakes and she's fabulous. She brought two to Thanksgiving. They were great. But the layers are not my thing. Yeah. I like a bunt cake. Then you pour something on it and you're like, right? bam. See, because yeah. this had a caramel sauce, like a salted yeah. caramel sauce on it. And it was way easier. I'm not people on our Facebook group were telling me it was hard to make buttercream frosting and they started giving me these tips and I got really overwhelmed and I'm like, I, you just I made don't a know. glaze and poured it over. Yeah. Yeah. It was super simple. And well, uh, you know how in delicious. my kitchen, I have all those cookbooks over my desk area. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that are all the multicolored. Yes. Those are all Southern living cookbooks. And I got them from my aunt and they're oh. like from the seventies and the eighties. I mean, I probably have 24 years worth of 20, 24, 25 years worth of Southern Living cookbooks, like every year's recipe book that she collected for me, or she gave them to me. She didn't collect them for me, but she collected them and then gave them to me. It's one of That's my treasures. Fun. It is, because it was my aunt's. And then you can tell when she stopped collecting them. So I need to get the most recent ones. It's funny to go back and look at the trends in food, like what people were eating in the 70s and what they were eating in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I bet even just like... One of our Facebook listeners actually sent me her mom's caramel cake recipe. Uh huh. And I'm going to be honest, it called for sticks of oleo, and I didn't know what oleo was. It's margarine. <laughs> yeah. I had to Google it. Yeah. I would not use any oleo, but yeah, that's from, I remember that. I haven't seen that in a recipe lately, but from back in the day, they did say oleo. That's really funny. Yeah. But yeah, so listeners, when you're in, if, especially if you live in the South, probably, but if you go to any junk store or consignment store, or secondhand store in the South, you're going to find old Southern living cookbooks with a year on them. Snap those suckers up. That's Buy them. Fun. Yeah. 
Well, we will start our show every week with a good news segment. And today's story comes from a member of our Facebook community. And she actually posted some pictures and I reached out to her because I thought the story was so amazing and I wanted some more information. This really is an incredible story. Yeah, I immediately like screenshot it and sent it to Jen and I was like, I had full body chills. In June 2011, Mandy's sister Megan got married to her husband, Jake. And Jake already had a five-year-old son from a prior relationship. And because they didn't want a big difference in their kids' ages, they decided they were going to start a family together right away. Unfortunately, Megan suffers from PCOS and didn't realize this until she was trying to conceive. And she had difficulty conceiving. And when she did become pregnant, she suffered a miscarriage. So after years of attempting to have their own child, they finally decided to become foster parents. And they were given a newborn to care for. And after a short time, she was returned to her birth mother. And they just sort of suffered a loss all over again, of feeling like they lost a child. And that renewed their effort to have their own child. So they went and spoke to a doctor and they started the process of IVF in 2017. But after years of unsuccessful implantation and further miscarriages, the doctors finally discovered that Megan has a condition that makes it unlikely that she would ever be able to successfully maintain a pregnancy. She'd had underwent two different rounds of uh, embryo harvesting. And when she only had five frozen embryos remaining, the doctors really urged her to consider a gestational carrier. So this is where we introduce the star of our good news story. Her name is Angie, and Angie is Mandy and Megan's mother. Mandy writes, When we started telling everyone this was happening, no one who knows my mom was surprised. My mom's entire life has been about her kids, and she started really early. I'm her oldest, and she had me two weeks after she turned 15. She went on to have my sisters in her 20s, and then when she was 38, she had my brother. My mom is 53. I am 38, Megan is 31, Maddie is 27, and Wyatt is 14. Mom also has three stepkids and she loves us all. My mom is a rock star. After oodles of shots and she hates needles, she carried a healthy baby boy to full term and delivered all nine pounds, two ounces of him without even an epidural. She is now going the extra mile by occasionally breastfeeding and pumping milk for him. His name is Bridger, the baby's name is Bridger. My family has had so much support from our community. So many people donated time, money, and products to help raise money to get Bridger here. Mandy, like I said, is a member of our Facebook community, and um, she posted these pictures of her mom and her sister and her brother-in-law and the baby, and they're just, they were just amazing, beautiful pictures. So I just thought that was great. That is amazing. So Mandy, just so everybody can get the name straight one more time, Mandy shared the story and it's her sister, Megan, and their mom, Angie. So yep. Angie got the chance to carry her grandchild and give birth to her grandchild. I mean, that just gives you chills right there, like you said. It does. I, I mean, I, as soon as I read the story and saw the pictures, I was just so overcome with emotion. Modern science is amazing. It is amazing. And what a, just a, what a selfless gift. I don't know that I could do that. You could do it. I probably could. I mean, I couldn't because I'm I'm past menopause. <laughs> I could not do it, but my physically. But I mean, I don't know for your own child. I feel like you'd be like, I'm gonna, I could do this. For you me. know that they are doing IVF in seventy year old women. Oh, I didn't know that. So you can do it past menopause. <laughs> you can because darn it's it, all, darn it's it, all <laughs> hormones. They Sorry, inject I can't you do it. it. No, 
<laughs> okay. All right. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I could do it. You could do it. That really is an incredible story. That though. is and, an incredible And the story. connection that she'll have with her grandchild is Super astonishing. Special. It really, really is. Can I tell you a really funny story about IVF just real quick? Yeah. When I was a third grade teacher years ago, when I taught in Carrollton, Georgia, this is in the years between 2000 and 2005, in the curriculum of Georgia, we had a we were supposed to study, it was kind of random. We were supposed to study the life cycle of these different animals, like the life cycle of a chicken, the life cycle of a whatever, the life cycle of different things. It's kind of odd for third grade, but we had to do it. It was in the curriculum. So I was showing them this Bill Nye the Science Guy where they were at the zoo and they were, they just talked about using artificial insemination in the zoo. They just briefly said it. I mean, you know, we're talking about life cycles, so that's kind of in there. And this little girl had been born through IVF herself. Oh, gosh. So she was like, you know, it was really interesting to her. But then she was gifted. So she raised her hand and she was like, is there a way for this to happen naturally? <laughs> oh, and I just was like, funny. you know, you're here in this classroom of third graders. And I'm like, this is a question for your mama. <laughs> <laughs> Go home and ask your mama. <laughs> I cannot be telling you how this happens naturally here in the third grade. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. But they are, they're like, this doesn't seem like the way it would normally be. Anyway, I thought that was funny. But science is amazing. Third graders are at the age, too, where they know a little bit too much sometimes. Right. It's true. Yeah, I bet you'd have to tread on. You really have to be careful. And to, whoever decided that the life cycles of all these animals was good curriculum for third graders, it was kind of funny. Because it's really hard to study you know, life cycles and reproduction without really getting into right. reproduction, you know. Yeah. Like, I remember listening to kids. was like, well, how does the papa chicken, in, you oh, know, goodness. fertilize the egg? And I'm like, oh, Lordy. Yeah, they need to wait till after fifth grade. Isn't that <laughs> what most people more, I don't have? Know. Maybe, but definitely not third grade. But, you know, <laughs> we, we got through it. <laughs> Good times. So, um, listeners, we need your stories. Send your good news story to connect at lifelessonscommunity.com. We want to hear about companies that have given you exceptional customer service. Give a shout out to someone special in your life. Tell us an amazing story or share anything that might be inspirational to fellow listeners. We look forward to hearing from you and sharing your good news in an upcoming episode. Before we get to the life lesson of the week, We want to take a minute to tell you about one of the companies that makes it possible for us to bring you the podcast, and that is doTERRA. I mentioned on episode one, our sleep episode, that I utilize essential oils in my sleep training. Now, I just wanted to say I've been doing some research on essential oils, and it's fascinating because there's a good bit of research out there. You know, and I'm not just going to the the companies that sell the essential oil and reading what they have to say, but I found, you know, links on like Mayo Clinic that talked about what are the benefits of aromatherapy. They found real benefits with anxiety and depression, quality of life for people with chronic health conditions. And yes, like you just said, improved sleep. I found some stuff on Johns Hopkins. We'll put some of this in the in the show notes, some of these links. But there's some real science out there showing the benefits of aromatherapy. There is. And I can give you just anecdotal evidence here is that I was telling Jen before we started the show, I work at a major university hospital, and in the emergency department, they did just a in-department research study on the benefits of essential oils 
for healthcare workers in the workplace. And so they basically gave a survey out to all of the staff that works in the ER and rated their level of like job satisfaction, anxiety, stress levels, you know, just numerous points to to talk to about their like emotional health at work. And then they started diffusing essential oils at each of the, we call them pods. Each pod has nine patient rooms. And so each of the pods had a a essential oil diffuser and they started diffusing calming blends at the nurse's station. And then after three months, they went back and they resurveyed all of the staff and they were asked the exact same questions. And what they found out is that like the levels of stress and anxiety in the workplace plummeted and job satisfaction increased. And we actually have like the survey results and different graphs on the wall that you can actually see in the main hallway in our ER. And it was just really, that was one of the things that really got me, like clinched me. I've always heard people talk about essential oils and how great they are. And Jen actually had some essential oil gurus speak on the first delay, don't deny. That's right, we sure did. And that was really where I kind of, my brain went, hmm, maybe there's something to this. And then I saw this research, you know, done in my workplace. And that was really like impactful for me. And the two people that spoke on the cruise were doctors. So they, you know, trained medical professionals who use essential oils in their medical practice. So that was the first time I'd ever heard of it from like an actual doctor who was like, you know, here you go. Right. And they brought up a study that showed that there was several hospitals using them as far as for pain relief and um, to help calm patients who are hospital patients. So research that's been done on essential oils shows that use of essential oils through aromatherapy and even topical application can create positive changes in your limbic system. Inhaling the aromas from essential oils can stimulate areas of your limbic system, which is a part of your brain that plays roles in emotions, behaviors, and even long-term memory and your sense of smell. And that's why like when you smell something from your like youth say, it takes you back. Like anytime I smell fried chicken, I think of my grandma. So the limbic system also plays a role in controlling several unconscious physiological functions such as breathing, heart rate, and blood pressure. And um, like one of the first things they do to help with anxiety is teach people how to breathe and slow your heart rate down. And so the essential oils kind of does this for you. So studies have shown that use of essential oils can be helpful in managing stress and anxiety, headaches and migraines, sleep and insomnia, for muscle aches and inflammation, and some oils even have antibiotic and antimicrobial properties. So I'll just share a couple of my favorite blends. I have like one called Serenity for sleep, and I have a daily blend that I use called Balance. And you guys will know this about me a lot. I love balance. It's my thing. And this oil really just helps me. It it makes me calm, but also makes me energized. And then I use this really beautiful blend called Citrus Bliss in fractionated coconut oil. And I use it after the shower and I use it to shave my legs and it just smells good. You create your own like moisturizer out of the coconut oil and uh yeah well it's just liquid it's in a pump so I literally just add oil to the oil and then it just pumps out. I have some of that. Yeah I love it. So also you know they're learning more and more about like toxic chemicals that are created in artificial scents and how when you burn candles or use wax burners in your house you're really inhaling these you know toxic endocrine disruptors. They may smell nice, but they're not nice. Right. 
And so, you know, I've just take, got rid of all that stuff out of my house. I have diffusers throughout my house and diffuse whatever, whatever is my whimsy of the day. So if you want to learn more about this topic and explore using essential oils in your life, you can visit my.doterra.com forward slash Sherry Bullock or visit our website at lifelessonscommunity.com and visit the shop with us tab. And I have some links that'll take you to the information page. Awesome. So now we're going to move on to our life lesson of the week. This is a fun one. I love this one. Yes. This week, we are going to talk about vibration therapy. And this is something that Jen and I both use and have used for some time now. I think I've had my vibration plate for over a year now. I got mine in 2015. So it's been really almost six years now. But we are really on just the edge of the science of vibration therapy. Vibration therapy started in the late 1800s, and in more recent years, it's been used by NASA. So the Russian space program figured out that time and space resulted in lowered bone mass and fractures for their astronauts. And so NASA incorporated vibration therapy into their space program to help prevent uh, bone loss and fractures in their astronauts. Since we know that over time we lose both muscle mass and bone mass, we need to take steps to prevent that as we age. So today we'll explore vibration plate therapy and all of the other benefits it can offer with Joel from LifePro. Hi, everyone. Hello. I want to just give Joel some time to tell us about himself, the company that he works for, and basically just tell you guys all about vibration plate therapy and why you need it in your life. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. So my name is Joel. I'll start with my background to give you a little idea of how I got started. So it starts about 13 years ago when I decided that it's time to become a personal trainer. The story goes back much more, but I'm going to start from there. And as a personal trainer, one of my expertise was I was certified by a different brand on vibration training. So that's when my first introduction to whole body vibration started. So I used it with my clients. So fast forward about 10 years later, I had an ACL tear playing basketball and I had surgery and I went through physical therapy. And one of the therapies that I did outside of physical therapy was since I believe in the whole body vibration, I used it, you know, at night, in the morning, I used it several times throughout the day besides my therapy sessions. So what happened, what was interesting is and my physical therapist at the time were like, you know, your recovery is much quicker than the typical ACL you know, surgery, re reconstruction su surgery. So that was very exciting. So at that point, it started, the idea started floating in my head. And I met my, my partner. And he also had an ACL injury. He didn't do whole body vibration. But we sort of like, we decided that it's time for us to bring something more affordable to the marketplace. Because if anyone is aware whole body vibration costs thousands and thousands of dollars. So we decided we have to bring something much more affordable and make it more user-friendly and try to, you know, provide a, a better experience about it. And everyone should have a chance to achieve the wonderful results that whole body vibration can, can help. So that's basically how everything gets started, the short version. So yes, so whole body vibration can almost heal everything. I hate to say the word a magic machine <laughs> because... <laughs> You know, everybody gets, you know, everyone gets intimidated. Everyone makes fun of me, you know, magic. It's not magic, but it really can help such a wide variety. And it's, it's unbelievable what it can do. 
Well, Joel, I'm a huge fan, which you know, and you actually reached out to me. Gosh, when was that? 2018, 2019? Yeah. Maybe it was 2019 because you found out that I was using a vibration plate, a competitor. And one thing I loved about yours, you know, you mentioned the really, really expensive competitors. I love that yours are small. Right. And they they, they can fit into our homes. Right. And wait till the next one that comes out. I have a surprise for you. Ooh, ooh, that's oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So is your background, are you a, you're a certified personal trainer? Is yes. that? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I, I'm a certified personal trainer. And I like to, I try to summarize. I just love helping people. I love changing lives. So it's just basically, whatever it is, that's my goal. That's my mission. You fit right in with Jen and I then, because that's, that's our mission. Absolutely. So tell us about, you know, you mentioned we don't want to say magical health benefits, but they really, there are so many. I've got some studies I'll I'll talk about later, but tell us some of the, what you know about the, the health benefits. So the most common ones is bone density and uh, what else? Uh, lymphatic drainage. It can help reduce pain and aches. And then it can... It can do everything. I, I hate to say that, but it really it does because of what it does. Basically, the concept is that it increases gravity, right? It's like an elevator. This is a good one. This is a good example. So imagine you go into an elevator, and the elevator goes very quickly. Have you ever been in the World Trade Center many years ago? Before? No. You know? I never visited New York till after it was gone. I went up the Empire State Building, but <laughs> not the World Trade Center. So the Empire, Empire State Building. So you mm-hmm. go into an elevator and it goes really quick, right? It goes down really quick. So how do you feel? You feel extremely light, right? And then if you go all the way up, the opposite, right? From the first floor to the top floor, you feel, you know, it's going very quickly. You feel heavier. So that's basically the best, easiest way to explain how gravity, gra- G-forces, how that works. So what a vibration plate is, is it's moving, right? It's going up and down, and that increases the gravity forces. Now, what that does is that increases the bone density. That increases muscle stimulation, so people improve strength. People, I mean, it does all these benefits because of that key point of increasing gravity. G-forces is another word that they use. So it's basically the same thing as exercising. It does all those things, but because it has that, that element that it increases G-forces, it multiplies in terms of speed. So that's why you increase bone density and it does all those stuff, all because of that key concept of G-force. So you don't need as long. You don't need to work out as long on the vibration plate. It kind of multiplies the effect. Right. So basically taking the same 16-minute workout, it cuts it down into 15 minutes. Wow. So everyone is like a common question, you know, talking about that is like, how long do I have to use it? So the biggest misconception or mistake, I'll, I'll get into it, but is you do not have to use it very much. Like you just have to use it a few minutes a day to gain the benefits. You don't have to use it for 30 minutes to achieve benefits. So, and the most common th- denominator that I've noticed from, we probably sold, I don't know, tens of thousands of units by now. And we get these reports of, from customers that either return the units. So usually we inquire why they return the units. We want to understand, you know, what's, what are we missing that someone has the urge to return it? So the most common, literally the most common thing is that they use it for 30 to 60 minutes every day and they pump it to the highest level. It's like, stop. Just, it's not, just, less is more. Yeah, right. yeah, it's not. 
just do two minutes. It's okay. It's, you don't have to do it for so much. Yeah, the world is more is more. Like more right. is better. That's what people think. But we see that in the fasting world. People's like, yeah. more is better, but sometimes less is more. Right. No, and it's a very such a delicate issue because people are used to overdoing. Like if you go to the gym, people are there for hours, and it's like, don't do that. And plus the increases of G forces and the vibration train. It's just so that one piece of advice I can tell everyone: just do it two minutes. Three minutes, just try to enjoy the benefits. Don't try to, you know, overdo it. It's really, you know, I just wanted to share, share it. I just, before I hopped onto this call, I hopped on our page to see, you know, I, I always check in the morning what's going on. So this woman, Jacqueline Fear, she says, I purchased this not knowing if this was a gimmick or could truly help my right hip pain that I have been dealing with for a year and a half. I've been using it only for a few days and has eliminated the pain in my right hip. It's just... I love it. I see it every day. So, yeah, it's just it's just a simple fix. It's worth the try. Everyone's like, does it work? Just try it. I start small. Yeah, I'm, I'm up to 10 minutes. I do it 10 minutes a day. And I actually usually do it in, in the evening. I don't know when the recommended best time is, but um, I like to do it in the evening as I'm winding down for the night. It just helps me to, to feel, you know, relaxed. And But I'm up to 10 minutes, as I said. And I can tell when I stop doing it for a while. Yes. Like it, not, I forget to use it, but now I'm on a good routine. I've been using it every day for, gosh, a while. I'm going to tell you too, when I used it really pretty quickly when I first started, like maybe in the first three or four weeks, the first thing I noticed was my legs looked really smooth. You mm -hmm. know, I'm a 47-year-old woman. I got some dimples places that I don't usually talk about in public, <laughs> but... <laughs> I suddenly looked in the mirror and I was like, wow, my legs look really nice. What's going on? And I know it was using the, the Life mm -hmm. Pro. Right. Yeah. It mentioned, you ever heard of, uh, what's her name? Karen Herb, Dr. Karen Herbs? I have not. I have not. Mm -mm. She's one of the top endocrinologists in the United States. And she's very popular in the lymphedemia world, people that I have. Uh -huh. Okay. And she... I was just spoke to her the other day and she also mentioned, she said that the only thing I did differently was I got on for five minutes a day and I went to the doctor and my doctor said my legs are toned and I know that I did not do anything. My diet didn't change. Nothing in my life changed besides using this for the last several weeks. So it's, you know, it's, there's a little, all you got to do is a little and your life will change. I mean, not everyone is going to drop a hundred pounds. That's not right. really the purpose, but you're going to see results. Yeah. I think, you know, the lymph system and the, and the that's really important. So she uses it for lymphedema, which is when your lymph system gets kind of like clogged up. And it's kind of like our body's sewage system. I know that doesn't sound very sexy, but it's how our bodies get rid of all the, you know, the toxins and the right. junk. And it gets really sluggish. And it's not something we really hear about, you know, got to get that lymph system going. But with our increasingly sedentary lifestyle, you know, we need to be moving around. And so the vibration plate just gets it going. Can you talk about, about that lymphatic system a little bit? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's pretty simple. In other words, it's just the vibrations that stimulate more, right. blood, more blood flow. So there's more blood flow. There's, that's also the reason why you'll have reduced pains and aches because there's improved blood flow. There's, there's a lot more fluid working. Around. It's basically, it's like a pump. It's just pumps. Sometimes the lymphatic system won't work as it should, meaning it worked. You don't really have to do anything, but you need to stimulate it. Basically, when you're doing exercise, you're pumping, right? That's it's causing 
the blood, the pump throughout the body. So this vibration just makes it very easy to accomplish without putting much thought into it. So it just pumps the blood and it just it does its magic. But the key is, it's almost that you don't have to do anything. What you have to do is get on. Opposed to, hey, you got to do some exercise 15 minutes. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's, it makes it very easy to accomplish. Like I, when I wake up first thing in the morning, I get on for 10 minutes. I get my coffee. I stare out the window. Now I live in New Jersey. So I'm able to look out into the woods. So it's very pleasant. And I get onto my, my, my vibration plate for 10 minutes. And that's it. That's what I do every single morning. Just to stimulate. You just stand on it and drink your coffee? Yes. Wow, that's like the ultimate morning life hack. I need to do that. Yeah. Should I use it in the morning and at night, or am I doing too much if I do? Because I, I haven't been using it in the morning. So it's it's really a preference. Mm-hmm. It's really, there's no hardcore rule of how or when you should use it. It's something that you should explore and listen to your body what feels best. For me, it's the first thing in the morning because after I get off, I feel sharp. I feel like, you know, when you wake up, you're all groggy and it takes uh, like an hour to get to yourself. I find that if I get on for 10 minutes, I get off, I'm sharp. I'm ready to get on with my day. So just just something that I have explored. And using it at night, some users have, have expressed that they cannot sleep. How is your sleep at night? My sleep, I think actually it, it, the vibration plate doesn't affect my sleep negatively. I tend to suffer from restless legs. That I, I've talked about that before. Sherry knows about that. And after I eat, Sometimes I'll have restless legs in the evening and the vibration plate really helps with that. So it's like it, it does something for my body that helps me not have the restless legs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a common, very common result. Yeah, absolutely. I could see where it could possibly be overstimulating for some people. For some people. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about on the sleep episode was some people really do well with a little bit of light exercise before bed. and It helps relax their body and their mind. And for other people, it's too overstimulating and it can cause worse sleep. Right. Yeah. Speaking about that. So we have, I think, Cherry, you have the 4D, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And I think Jin has... I have the turbo. What's the what's the 4D? What's the difference? Okay, I'll explain yeah. that. But let me just first go back to the sleep okay. part, and then we'll come back to that. So there is a pulsation mode, which you also have it on the turbo. So basically, it's a different mode on the unit that you can just eliminate the oscillation, which is the teeter-totter. And then you have the pulsation, which is just like a vibrating. Okay. It's more of a gentle vibration that we, we installed for... That helps calm your nervous system. So people that have pains and aches, but speaking about sleep is when you do it before bed and you just use the pulsation that will ground you. It will sort of, you know, calm you down. It's like a massage, right? The massage just calms you down. So many people have improved sleeping patterns. At night. So that's what I'm saying. It's really, there's no special best time. It's just depending on what you want to achieve. Yeah, I can see that. I actually just bought this new bed that has a massage function, which is not a massage. It's a vibration. And I get in bed, especially after a really long shift at the hospital, I'm just sort of achy pains. You know, my legs are sore, my back's sore. And I get in bed and it's it's a like a distraction almost. And it takes my mind off of it. And it almost like just soothes my whole body and gets it wound down for sleep. And I could see how that would be really helpful and cheaper. <laughs> Yes. Than your bed. <laughs> than my bed. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to try the pulsing mode and see how that does. Maybe I'll do the morning, the actual vibration, and then pulsing at night. That that seems right. Like- so speaking of the differences, is you have the oscillation, which is teeter totter, like a seesaw. A lot of people don't know what it means, but basically it goes up and down like that. It mimics walking motion. So 
that is great for stimulating bone growth. That's great for stimulating lymphatic system. You know, the most improving muscle mass, uh, what's it called, weight loss, all those stuff, and helps keep young and fresh. That's the articulation. Then you have the pulsation. The pulsation is primarily for, like I mentioned about sleep, it's calming your nervous system. So people have aches or pain or stretching. They want to improve the flexibility. So with flexibility, you need to calm your nervous system and to get into your stretch. So for yogis, so that's with the pulsation mode. Then we have a lateral mode, which it moves this way. Back and forth. Yeah, I guess back and forth. Everyone confuses. But yes, back and forth, if you want to call it. And that would, that we included that for a little more balanced training. So people okay. suffer from balance. So it keeps you off balance a little. It basically intensifies the result of balance. You know, people that want to achieve that result. So you brought up balance, which... In my field um, of healthcare, I work in emergency in the emergency room. So we see a lot of older people who fall, and they know that like one of the number one reasons people fall is they lose like good proprioception as they age. Does the vibration play help like restore or improve proprioception? Absolutely, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, the oscillation is great. But also, if you think about it, it's a little more intense than the pulsation. So it's depending, you know, how much the balance factor you need to worry about. Then you would start with a pulsation mode. And But basically, the oscillation, if you use the bands that we include, you basically you pull on it and you tug on it. It basically grounds you into the machine. You know what I mean? It gives you more stability. Mm-hmm. Right. So that would be a great way to start out. Or, or of course, we have the other the gin had in the past that has handles, but we usually... We will actually recommend for users to challenge themselves because it's very, after a few uses, you know, like a few weeks, you'll be fine without the handle. So I don't even know if it's worth the space unless that's not an issue. Yeah, I love the smaller profile because the one I had before was huge. It was in a corner of my bedroom. It was very obtrusive. And now I have it behind my sofa. Like I have this little area and the it's small. I just hop on it. I can watch TV. You know, my husband gets on it. <laughs> But we could just stand there. And if I need to grab onto the sofa, yeah, I mean, I could. It's right there behind the sofa. But the small size of it is really a huge plus for me versus those giant ones. And you're getting the same benefits. Right, yeah. For so, I mean, they're so affordable. You know, people that have seen these at like, you know, Costco or Sam's, they have the giant ones that are thousands of dollars. You do not need to spend thousands of dollars to get one of those. Right. Mm-hmm. Not at all. You really don't. It's it's a whole chat on that itself, but yeah. you most benefits just you can get started with this. You know, if you want to invest more, then you can do that first, past the stage, and then you can consider. But honestly, whatever, that's a whole conversation on its own. Well, the science is really compelling. I have two articles that um, I have shared on both the lifelessonscommunity.com and also on jenstevens.com. One reason I'm so excited is because they're doing this research right here in Augusta, Georgia, where I live at the Medical College of Georgia in their, I mean, in the med school, this is real research that they're doing. And I just want to share these two. Joel, I'm sure you've seen them, but one is from 2017. And the, the title of it is Whole Body Vibration Has Same Health Benefits as Walking. And it goes into, you know, how it reduces body fat and insulin resistance, and it improves muscle and bone strength. Now, they're using mice. <laughs> they're putting 
advice <laughs> on these little vibration plates, but they're, they're, this is from 2017. So they're expanding the research now. And then another one I have from 2019, the title is whole body vibration shakes up microbiome, reduces inflammation and diabetes. So it, it's, you know, they're showing that it is lowering inflammation. It says, Whole body vibration appears to improve how well our body uses glucose as an energy source and adjusts our microbiome and immune cells to deter inflammation. I mean, to me, that's just huge. I actually think somebody is introducing me to somebody doing the research. Somebody sent me an email and they're like, would you like to meet the people doing the research down here? And I'm like, yes, yes, I would. So, but I want to see how they have it all set up and, and what they're doing in the lab. But the science is still ongoing and it's real. This is not just, you know voodoo science. It's real good stuff. Right. So this makes me think, listening to you read that, I, my brain immediately went to fibromyalgia. Do you see a lot of positive feedback from people who suffer from fibromyalgia, Joel? Absolutely. Sure. hundred percent. Yes. Because it's very soothing, right? So it, again, it's all, it's all one thing really, essentially, but it's hundred yeah, percent. We have a lot of positive feedback. Like I want there's one more I want to share you from Lisa Stowers Loggins. She writes, I love my waiver. I'm off my allergy medicine completely wow. and weaning off inhalers. Now, I can't even explain it. That's, I want to just point out this. No studies ever going to be done on all these benefits. A, it's not a multi-billion dollar industry. So well, yeah. there's, there's no reason for them to get into this. So it's just these testimonials from real people that are sharing results now. Well, you know, that's inflammation. They are doing these studies in Augusta and they just said it reduces inflammation and that causes the allergies. And right. okay. yeah, so I, I really think that's what it is. It's lowering inflammation. That's huge. You know, because it seems crazy because, you know, one of my life hacks is to do things that are simpler, take less time. And, you know, when you talk about how it multiplies, you know, so you're doing 10 minutes of exercise and it's like, you know, you've exercised for an hour. That's awesome. Well, and you're getting whole body benefits. In a short time. Yeah. And I literally just stand on it. But I know there's other things people can do. (laughs) People ask me, they're like, what do you do? I'm like, I stand there. Sometimes I pick up a weight and I hold it. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, I might hold it over my head, right? But it's actually engaging those muscles. You're just holding it and, you know, it's engaging the muscles while you're standing there holding the weight. So it's perfect for people who are, you know, I don't want to say lazy. I like to use the word efficient. (laughs) <laughs> but I like that. Let's say somebody wants to bump it up. What would you recommend that they do on the vibration plate as far as other than just standing there? Very good, very good question. So again, depends on what the goal is. But let's I'm assuming this is going into exercise benefit. Right. So just do what you do off. Think of this is also another misconception or confusion. People assume that there is a special exercise to be done on a vibration plate. There's no they do. special sequence. Think of it as an environment. You're standing in an environment that is vibrating and increasing your G-forces. Now just do whatever you do off the unit. Now do it on the unit. That's all you have to think. Like, really, um, you'd be surprised how many emails I get. I mean, mean, if you're in my group, you see hundreds and hundreds of, like, what do I do? Don't do anything. Just (laughs) (laughs) So you have a Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. Tell tell people how to find that. It's LifePro VIP Club. Okay. But I have to say, there's one caveat. You have to be a customer to be part okay. of it. Okay. Yes. But, no, so you're asking what you can do. So anything you do off, so do some squats, do some push-ups, do 
do weighted squat, do anything that you would intensify off, do it quicker, do you know, any of that, including the vibration technology. I, I do a lot Kelly of yoga poses. Yoga like pose. I'll do like boat pose on it, even just planks, one arm planks, side planks, and then just like stretching on it. Use forward bends and I you do can that. Really feel your hamstrings release. Mm-hmm. I leaned different. I like pulled my back out on Thanksgiving Day sneezing. I sneezed it right out and my back was killing me. So I spent extra time on the vibration plate, like leaning certain directions. And I swear, I think it helped me to get better really quick. Yeah, yeah. That you can do. You can basically position yourself in different ways to target the vibration to a specific spot in your body. That you can do. Yeah. So it's just exploring. Yeah. And you mentioned about studies and all that stuff is we are hoping, I mean, we're trying to work on a big project on making a big case study of all the users that are using our vibration plates and trying to, instead of relying on clinical studies that mm-hmm. are, you know, you're in a box, if you understand how studies work, but I want a real people sharing their feedback and we're going to give a whole program. So that's like my big dream that I hope that will really like make a dent in terms of like, give this a try. It's it's proven by real people. Yeah. But that's that's a big project that we're working on. Well, it's ambitious, but I think it's important because, again, it seems so simple that sometimes people dismiss it because of its simplicity. And and we're so used to all these claims that that are made. and, And so we're like, well, can this really simple thing that's not super expensive be good? And And we're telling you, yes. This is the only exercise equipment, by the way, that I've used ever continually. Yeah, I've had one in my home since 2015. So it's been over five years. Did you know, Jen, that it helps stimulate collagen production? I've read that, but tell us more about that. Well, so I was just, you know, reading up on the vibration plate. Some wanted to just re-explore some of the benefits of it. And I found several uh, just articles and information about how it stimulates collagen production in the body, which is like the best. So in both Jen's intermittent fasting Facebook groups and in our Facebook group, people are continually asking about what kind of collagen do people take? What brand? How do they, you know, is it liquid? Is it powder? What's best? And the best thing for your body is to produce your own collagen. Right. I don't take any collagen. Because that's that's the form of collagen your body can most readily use. And so the vibration plate helps actually stimulate collagen production in the body. And I didn't get into the science of how it works. Joel might know, but I didn't get into that. But I did come across several articles that talked about it. And I just thought, this is genius. Instead of buying a $20 jar of collagen, jump on your vibration plate and make your own. I love it. Yeah, Yeah. So Joel, what have we not asked you that you think we need to know? Typical... You know, when you first start getting the vibration plate, some people immediately see a result. Like mm-hmm. you see comments of people like, well, now I know my first session and my pain is gone or whatever. But what we do find is it takes for most people, I don't know if most, but for many people, it may, you may get headaches. You may, you may have to run to the bathroom often. Like it might get your system out of whack. It's almost like detoxing type of right. thing. So it's like people need to expect it and understand that you need a few weeks till your body adjusts and it'll, yes. The other thing that I want you to talk on because people get sort of alarmed when they first start vibration therapy is the flushing, the skin flushing. 
yeah, it's normal in the beginning. It's just, it's going to, because you're stimulating your lymphatic system and everything is just, right. it's never been used before. It's never been Think stimulated. about that. It's like your body, I, I described it as your body's sewage system. So you're stirring up all the sewage, right? And so your body has to process. And that's a good thing. It's getting that sludge out of there. Right. And and so you might immediately have a negative response, but that's part of the healing process. It makes me itchy. So I get super, yeah, I get itchy, especially like I say on areas that I have extra fat, which I'm wondering if it's really some extra lymph, it's holding on to extra lymph fluid. So like my thighs and my, my belly gets super itchy. And so like after I, you know, use the vibration plate, I'm like running around scratching my belly for about 10 or 15 minutes. And then it just settles back down. Right. Yeah. So that's a normal effect. So you can play around with the time that you're on it. Like if maybe try a little less time, could it overstimulate? It's like a hit. Sometimes it can also be almost like allergic reaction, but it's not really allergic reaction. Like if it really worries you, you can take Benadryl. But I usually recommend it just rather scale back. Like let's say if you're doing a 10 minute, try five minutes, see how that affects and find that perfect time that you don't, unless you don't mind the itching. Some people complain about it. But. As my body adapted, it stopped doing it. Right. Okay. I, that was probably for the first month that I used it consistently. I did experience the itching and I actually took my vibration plate to work one night. I always take toys to work to play on <laughs> and I, I share them with my coworkers. And um, that was the first thing my coworkers did. I, like we have a balance board we stand on at work. And he, the first thing he noticed was that he got real itchy and I was like, oh yeah, you know, it'll go away. It's no big deal. I do have one question. Is there anyone who should not use a vibration plate? Like, who is it not right for? Anybody? That is a very good question. So if you have any medical conditions, if you have, like, we have a whole list of contraindications. On the website? Yeah, we have that there. I don't remember the entire list by heart, but it's basically any extreme or any very sensitive conditions that may need a, like, I'll give you an example. We have an our contraindications is if you have a pacemaker, you should be, Cautious. Yeah, cautious. Why? What's the whole concept? Is that it has to do with the magnetic. The motors have magnets and it might interfere with the the pacemaker. So you, in that case, we say no officially, but if you really want to try it, then you need to call your manufacturer of your pacemaker, find out what that magnetic frequency is. Like there's up to like, you now to be exposed to up to 1.9, you know, whatever the measurement is. And if you reach out to us, we can advise if which unit doesn't have that. You know, so a lot of it's just us being cautious. You right. Know, but it's also, you also have to be cautious yourself. You know, sometimes people are not cautious. So we have to tell them, please be cautious. Right. So. Right. Right. Back with your doctor if you're ever not sure. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> part about doctors is I respect them very much, but also they don't know enough about whole body vibration. So that's a very gray area. That's true. Yeah. That's something that we hope to. I don't know. So I don't have to figure out a way. They can check with the doctors at the Medical College of Georgia here at Augusta University <laughs> that are studying it. <laughs> and then real quick, I have one of your, the Sonic. Yes, the Sonic. Tell our listeners about the Sonic really quick because I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's incredible. So think of it as localized vibration, right? So it's the same concept, just we compact it into a unit and you can basically do mo- a localized vibration on any muscle. So it breaks up tissue. It's basically very localized anywhere that you want in the body. So it reduces soreness. It reduces pain. The same benefits, same concept. It reduces a calm your nervous system. So all those benefits. Well, I don't know if it will improve your metabolism compared to whole body vibration, but 
it's basically similar, very similar benefits. It breaks it's up targeted, faster. right? It's targeted, and for some people, like that can't use a vibration play for whatever reason, right? Like we mentioned before, a gun can give them, you know, a many benefits, certain benefits that they can't achieve with it if they with a vibration plate. Yeah, it's great for trigger points. If you have like really inflamed trigger points, I have one that just bothers me a lot. And I actually got my husband one for Christmas last year because he has a lot of back and shoulder pain. He actually just had spine surgery a couple of weeks ago, Joel. And we got into the, he, it was a gift for him. And he was like, how does this work? Because he lays on the floor and I like do his whole back and shoulders. And then I'm like, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> the gifts that keep on giving. I do a much better job than him, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, thank you so much for coming on talking to us today. I really appreciate this. This is something that Jen and I really like love. We love any like alternatives to like mainstream that just really makes you that challenges mainstream thinking, really, mm -hmm. and life hacks. And like, this is perfect. This fits right into our groove. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Joel. And I'm so glad that you reached out to me that day and, and that we've been able to have you on the podcast today. Yes. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. I really, it moves me that there are other people that try to impact lives. So it really, absolutely. I am grateful to have cross path. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Joel. So listeners, we're really excited to announce that we have partnered with Joel and LifePro to bring you a special deal on a LifePro vibration plate or really anything that LifePro offers on their website. First of all, go to lifelessonscommunity.com slash LifePro. And when you buy, make sure to use our special promo code that is LifeLessons, no spaces, just one word, LifeLessons, and you will save 10% off your entire order, whatever you buy, from their website. You can also find that by going to LifeLessonsCommunity.com and going to the Shop With Us tab. So now it's time for our listener-led lesson, and it could be anything. It could be a life hack a book recommendation, a special recipe, a kitchen tip, or anything along those lines. Today's listener-led lesson comes from Latrice. Latrice says, substitute cold vodka for half the liquid in your pie pastry and use the vodka before adding any other liquid. It dissipates when cooked and leaves an extremely tender, flaky crust. It's a science thing. Gluten does not form in alcohol. So I had never heard that before. Had you heard that? Well, I had not. So I looked into the science because I want to know how everything works. <laughs> and Cook's Illustrated explained it this way. They say gluten won't form in alcohol. The ethyl alcohol in vodka and other liquors does not attach itself in the same way as water. Because of this, it does not hydrate the proteins and therefore it does not aid in gluten formation. It doesn't have to be vodka. Other liquors also work. Alton Brown has made an apple pie with an apple brandy crust, as well as a pecan pie with a bourbon crust. I'm sorry, that's a pecan that's pie. That's a pecan pie. <laughs> <laughs> By substituting 50% of a liquid in a recipe with hard liquor, this technique can be applied with your favorite recipes. I did not know that. That is fascinating. Now I want to make a pie. Yeah. And I want to use something from my liquor cabinet. I do love Alton Brown. Did you I ever watch his pie. show, Good Eats? Oh, yeah. That was a great show. It was filmed right in Atlanta. He's a he's a Georgian now. I don't know if he's from oh, I Georgia. Didn't know but that. Yep. He filmed it in Atlanta, all those shows. That's fun. All right. So I'm gonna bake some kind of a pie and I'm going to put in 
vodka or yeah. something. Make something it cold. flavorful. Okay. We'll do. That's a great one. So now we're going to share a motivational quote from a listener. And today's quote, this one's really special to me because I actually know Jackie. She is oh. one of my oldest, dearest friends. I love that. She's from Overland Park, Kansas. And she said, when going through a long, nasty, drawn out divorce, two quotes really got me through that time. The first is, make the rest of your life the best of your life. It kept her looking forward and pushing for the dream. And the second was happiness is a journey and not a destination. It took her a lot of time and personal growth and healing, but she has come out on the other side of a very painful time in her life and is now in a healthy and loving relationship and actually engaged to be married to a wonderful man. I love that. Make yes. the rest of your life the best of your life. Yeah, I really do like that. Yeah, I do too, because you know whatever's happened, we can turn it around going right. forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you can't. There's no sense in like dwelling on what's happened right? or, you know, focusing on it. You just, I'm, I'm a door closer. You just close that yep. door and you just start looking forward, looking ahead. Exactly. Well, thank you so very much, Jackie, for sharing that with us. So that's the end of episode seven. We did it. Thank you for joining us today. Make sure to join our Facebook community. It's called Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And we'd love for you to leave a review so that you can help others find it. And subscribe during using any of your favorite podcast apps, really any app that you like. And also tell other people about it. If you're enjoying this podcast, share it with friends so that they also can listen to our podcast. Do you have a story to share for our good news segment, a listener-led lesson, or a motivational quote that means something to you? Email us at connect at lifelessonscommunity.com and listen each week to see if we share your story or tip. Until next week, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.